we out here being bold, naturally being beautiful, and doing it all while being unapologetically black. This is the brown girl with the bold voice. Hey y'all, welcome to season two, a new season of Brown Girl with the Bold Voice. It's a new season, new episode, and a new me. But basically, when I say new me, it's just an upgrade in me, that's all. So basically, as of July 2nd, for all my astrology people, um, the full moon went into Cancer, which basically is a time just of rebirth because in getting, getting rid of all negative aspects because good blessings and opportunities are coming into your life and everything is just mellow and it's good and it's summer summer vibes you know so basically i wanted to dedicate well before i even get into that i have been gone for a while yes yes i know i told myself that i wasn't going to produce any content if i felt like i didn't have anything really necessary to say because a lot of times i feel like we as people just tend to just give out ourselves and give out um, our content without fully having anything to say. And that's not what I want to do. I always want to put out something that has something of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something that has quality. So it's always quality over quantity for me. Um, but shout out to the people who did reach out to me and said they missed the show. I appreciate that so much. And it's been pretty much been an inspiration for me to get back up and do it. So, yes. Today's episode, though, is dedicated to black girl magic. Black girls everywhere. For some reason, like, black guys and just guys in general in society, they always coming for us. But for some reason this summer, they really coming for us. So... I'm about to read y'all y'all rights because y'all coming for us in the wrong way possible. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, This is not a racist episode. This is not a only black people can listen type thing. I want y'all to realize that in order to better educate yourselves on why we feel the way we feel, anybody can listen Um, despite race, gender, or color, sexuality, any of that. I believe that in order for us to stop being ignorant, we all have to um, listen to each other's point of views and stuff like that. So if you're not black, but you feel interested to want to listen, please, by all means, listen, because I'm about to give you a whole history lesson, some life experiences that I've experienced myself on top of just pure facts. So y'all, where do we start? You know what? I want to rewind back to the beginning of summer. I think it was like beginning of summer when a tweet was made that they don't like. Um, they had started a thread and it was like, oh, if you, you know, wear your braids, whatever, whatever, post it. And then some reason somebody tweeted and went viral that they don't like braids on black girls. <clears throat> mm. We didn't ask for your opinion. I don't know why people feel so opinionated when it comes to black women and what we do with our hair, our bodies, our clothing, our lifestyles. I don't know why everybody feels so entitled to want to um, comment and tell us what we should and should not do. Um, yeah, which is crazy because braids have always been a part of black culture from the beginning of time when we were in Africa before we came over here. So the fact that you all of a sudden don't like braids on black women, you don't like yourself because that's a reflection of your lineage and your people. It doesn't matter. We didn't ask for your opinion. And then it's like, for some reason, <laughs> on Twitter, Twitter cracks me up. 
Twitter has um, these people that we put in. We call them pick-me's. Pick-me's are people who basically, like, y'all just agree with what's going on because y'all want to be liked by males. Usually those are pick-me females. And there was a lot of pick-me females. Like, oh, my God, y'all tripping. I don't even like braids that much, blah, blah, blah. Then they start posting pictures of other hairstyles. Like, sis, don't listen to that nappy-headed boy because he going to end up liking what he like anyway. And maybe he don't like you, but there's going to be somebody else who appreciates your braids. Stop being a pick-me can't stand a picnics like be yourself be bold be beautiful be unapologetic because that's what black women are so let's also fast forward to <sighs> that's hard to say one of my favorite artists chris brown y'all i have been in love with this man since i was five years old when yo first premiered on 106 and park and i saw the video drop i have been a fan ever since bought every album Every song, every lyric, every feature, every movie. I just ain't bought a, I ain't bought a clothes because I don't really like Black Pyramid. But you know, whatever. To each his own. And he just dropped his new album, like, this past weekend, I guess. Yeah, it was, like, this past weekend, Indigo. And on the song, let me get let me get the title right, y'all. Let me just make sure I'm, I'm saying it right before I, yeah, before I say anything. I believe it's called Never... Need, oh no it's called need a stack that's why i had to do my research it's called need a stack and in the in the song he has specific lyric it says only want to f the black bees with nice hair <laughs> whoa yeah let's 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 diagnose that um first of all when i first heard that i was offended offended as a black man who's a part of the black community with a black daughter and a black mom and a black sister and a lineage of black women he knows how sensitive the comment of our hair is so the fact that you even pointed that out let us know what you was about and it hurts because it's like for somebody that you've been a fan of for so long for them to say that kind of validates the thoughts that you have and what i mean by that is i'm gonna be honest with y'all don't get me wrong i love karuchi i love karuchi she's sweet she is bubbly. I love her. She glowed up on him. I'm all for it. And I stand Riri. Rihanna stand her always. Now, it's crazy because we stood by his side through so much. We defended him through so much. But that comment right there, that's not it. Um, Being that he's only dated, you know, black women. Though he's dated women who are mixed. As Karuchi, she's still a black woman. She's black. She's half black. And Rihanna being from Barbados. I just think it's it's really disrespectful. So not only them, not that you don't, not that they even care because they moved on, but it's just the fact that what is nice hair? What is nice hair? Can anybody define that for me? Because I don't know what it is. There's no definition to hair. People have different textures. People have different lengths. But that has nothing to do with, there's no definition to hair. It's not. Um... And I just think that it's crazy because he knows what he was doing when he made the comment. Now, the part that really upsets me, no, 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 no. Okay, so you can have your own preferences. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, Nobody is judging you for having your preferences. But why is it that every time a black man has a preference for, you know, another race or another woman, their explanation, they always have to put down a black woman. Like, you can like different women, but don't put us down. That ain't got to do with us because you don't like them for whatever 
altercation experience you've had with one black woman. That does not define the rest of us. You can like any race. We won't judge you unless you start disrespecting us. And that's where my problem comes in. He started disrespecting us not only when he put out the lyric, but when everyone was asking him for his explanation of what he meant by that. He had a chance to say, you know what? I apologize if anybody took it the wrong way. That's just my preference. And what I mean by good hair is this, this, and this. It doesn't mean texture. It just means, you know, a woman who upkeeps herself. No. Instead of saying that, he wants to reply by cursing everybody out, saying, I don't give a F. Y'all black bees um, that look raggedy. Y'all know y'all took offense to it, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the pick me Twitter. It's also some guys that's pick me's too. Y'all have the pick me Twitter and the pick me social media people that's like, oh, y'all real sensitive about colorism all of a sudden when Chris Brown do it and all of a sudden blah, blah, blah. No. Stop being a pick me. Um, it's not that. When you've literally dealt with self-esteem issues all your life because of your hair, because you're black, you understand it. Um, even when, even women with nice hair felt some type of way or whatever you want to consider nice texture hair. They felt some type of way because it's like, whoa, why are you coming for my sisters? Why are you coming for us as black women in general? That was so unnecessary and not needed. So for me, it's not, it's not that I felt like he was talking to me. I just felt like, why are you coming for us? Black women have always stood up for you. Black women have always had your back when they kicked you down. Black women have always supported your music, your clothing, anything that you've ever done. Anytime you're in the movie, we'd be like, oh my God, Chris Brown's so fine, girl. You know, we about to go see it. Like, I don't understand why that comment was needed. Your lyric, cool. If you would have explained it and kept it pushing, cool. But the way that you reacted to it lets me know that you're very ignorant and you have some low self-esteem yourself. Black women didn't do anything to you. Yes, we all know the black women. We all, we all know the black women that, you know, don't necessarily keep their hair up. And we've all, let's be guilty. I'm guilty of it myself. We've all talked about a certain black girl, you know, who hair don't be right. You call her chicken hair. We're all guilty of it, whatever, whatever. But it's just the fact that you're promoting that. And yes, I have been a victim of promoting that myself by just talking about certain girls whatever whatever hey i've been certain girl i've been that girl my hair look crazy right now my braids look fuzzy y'all but it's about to be the fourth of july tomorrow you think i'm gonna do my hair i'm about to get a pool i don't care but i'm just saying that y'all shouldn't be so i hate when they tell us that we're being dramatic about certain things if it makes you feel a certain way you're that's your right your first amendment right is freedom of speech so if something don't make me feel good I have the right to speak on it. And if I feel that it's offensive to me and the women of my um, community, then it's offensive. How would y'all feel if we walked around and was like, we don't like black dudes who don't got no natural waves? Because some of y'all got to brush hard and keep that do-rag on for about a whole two years for y'all to get the waves that y'all have right now. But we don't do that. We never. It's just crazy because everybody always attacks the black woman. It's crazy. We are the most come for woman in history. Y'all come for us. We don't even be doing nothing. We be minding our business. And here y'all come. Oh, black woman is black woman. Is. Like, nobody did nothing to y'all. And they cover the black men too. But it's like something, it hurts even more when it's coming from your the man who's a part of your, that shares the same ethnic background as you. Like, that hurts the most. And I'm tired of y'all telling us, pick me, pick me social media. I'm tired of y'all telling us, oh, 
y'all need to chill out. It's not that serious. Y'all being dramatic. No, we're not. No, we're not. It's very hurtful because that's somebody who's been a part of our culture for over 10 years. So the fact that y'all gonna let him get away with that comment is not cool. And then he calling y'all black bees. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, there are other people who call us black bees and blah, blah, blah. But it was the way he went about it. And nobody's checking him on it. That's the problem. When people who come for black women get checked and get put and get called out on their BS, that's when everybody want to, you know, play the victim. Like, oh, nobody was saying nothing to such and such when they did it. Don't worry about that. We're talking about you. This is a new generation. This is a new generation of women. This is a new generation of black women. Black women have never tolerated BS, but we're definitely not doing it now. And if I feel disrespected, I'm going to speak on it. And I feel like it's so crazy because it just makes you think, well, do all black men think like that? And when he said the, the whole nice hair thing, it takes me back to his daughter's not fully black. His daughter has a nice grain of hair. His mom particularly has a nice grain of hair. It's like I think he mentally is um close-minded to the fact that women with 4c hair can be just as beautiful with you know um finer hair like what's the difference um and it just takes me back to um it just takes me back to when I was a young child and I grew up in Watts California um and I went to Grace Elementary and it was mostly blacks and Hispanics. And for some reason, I'd never not hated, I never hated being black. I love being black. But for some reason, I used to admire the Hispanic girls because they had long hair. They used to speak Spanish and they kind of used to leave me out. And they were the cool ones. I mean, I hung with black girls too. But for some reason, the black girls didn't give me as much clout. Like they used to always hate on me because I was smart. And I was involved, and I was, like, the like the it girl that could dance, and I was on the dance team. And I was, like, basically, like, the captain at, like, only nine, eight years old. So everybody used to hate me because they was, like, how is she the youngest and blah, blah, blah. Hard worker, you know, overachiever. But the black girls used to kind of hate on me, so I used to hang with the Hispanic girls. And I had some long ponytails. Like, as a child, my hair always touched, like, the top of my shoulder. Like, for a black girl, that's, you're doing pretty good. That's a decent length. But I just... I used to just admire their long hair. And I didn't hate myself. I just wanted hair like them because I feel like the little boys only paid attention to them. And look at us. Black women always solidifying our worth with what the male mind thinks, which now I don't give a damn. You don't solidify anything that I do. <laughs> I don't need your opinion for anything. But it's like as, as like at a young age, we're like already programmed to be like, self-hate self-hatred self-hated towards our own our own kind but don't get me wrong i love being black i love being the only black girl because i would put them up on game about certain stuff you know they would always put me on game about their culture but i just wanted hair that's all it was i didn't hate being black but i hated that some of the black girls hated on me i hated that from a young age i've always hated that and to be honest with you i'm not even light-skinned i'm like pretty brown i've gotten lighter as i got older for some reason but I've always been pretty, like, caramel brown. So, it's like, just, I'm I'm not even, like, light. Like, I'm not even a light-skinned girl with the long hair. So, why? You know, I just never understood that whole mechanism, mindset, but whatever. And so, that's why when he says that, it goes back to my childhood thinking that. And it's like, you don't even realize, like I told you, like I said before earlier, 
words are powerful and that's why I never want to put out content if I'm not mentally or creatively in the space because words are very powerful. You don't even know your words could be a trigger to somebody else's trauma. So reading that word, so reading the lyric, I only want to F black bees with nice hair, that's trauma for me because it brings it's a trigger and it brings me back to my childhood when I didn't want my hair, I wanted another type of hair. So he just doesn't even realize that how powerful his words are. Maybe when he's older and he calms down off the hype and gets off them crazy drugs, he will understand what we meant. And that's the problem. It's always like everybody's always jumping on us for feeling some type of way. But how about understanding and actually listening to how we feel instead of just jumping on, instead of the pick just jumping on you. Talking about something. Why y'all offended? Why are you not offended? I'm always offended when I hear certain lyrics and songs. I'm like, oh, did he just, okay, that's a little, mm, probably my best. It's a lot of songs I do that to, and a lot of them is your favorite rappers. Don't get me wrong. I love hip-hop, the culture of rap, and all of that, but it's very misogynistic, and it's very um, colorist and racist when it comes to black women. Though through history, when it goes back to slavery time, and they had to separate the darker women who were outside working from the lighter women who were inside working. And the whole time, we thought that... The whole time, the darker women thought the lighter women were getting it easier because they worked in the house. The whole time, they was getting it just as bad as the women outside. So it just it just created a stigma of beef. And to be honest, we both were going through the same thing. But that's what they do. They divide and conquer. So it's like y'all allowing them to divide and conquer. And it's not cool. And it's like we are enabling... Y'all ever read the Willie Lynch letter? <laughs> for some of y'all, I think some of y'all need to go. For y'all that don't know what it is, y'all need to go Google the Willie Lynch letter. In that letter, he was like a big time. Um, y'all excuse my phone and the background noise y'all hear. It's a little ghetto, I know. But in the letter, he basically was like a big um, slave owner. And he was bas- the letter was basically instructing all slave masters, these are the rules that y'all need to do in order to keep the black people separated. And in them, he says, keep the darker ones away from the lighter ones. Because if you keep that beef going on and we started, oh, they're going to they're gonna continue it forever. And we still continue in it. And it's crazy. Colorism has always been a thing for black people, especially black women. It's always been like that. Darker skinned women couldn't get roles in certain movies way back in the early 1900s. Darker skinned women weren't even on the magazines or on the commercials. Um... You know, and I'm so happy now that in 2019 we have people like Viola Davis. We have people like um, Ashley Blaine. She's from um, Dear Black, um, Dear White People. We have people like Tika Sumter. We have people like Kelly Rowland. We have people, you know, of darker skin complexion that are able to represent for us. We have all colors of the spectrum represented for us. We have Amanda Seals. We have Beyonce. We have um, uh, Jordan Sparks. We have... um, Lisa Leslie, Candace Park, like just women of different colors that are still black. Debbie Allen, Felicia Rashad, they're just different text, um, different colors, different hair textures, but they still represent the same thing. Tracy Ellis Ross, um, there's so- Gabrielle Union, Regina King, Taraji P. Henson, um, Regina Hall. There's so many different black women that is going through my mind right now, but they all represent black excellence in different ways. And it's just so nice to see different spectrums of color so that all black girls feel loved and they feel represented. That's all it's about. And as a black woman, my skin changes a lot. 
sometimes it's really, really light. Sometimes it's really, really dark. So sometimes I'm in between. And sometimes we get it just as worse. Like the in-between caramel people because we not light, light, but we not dark. So it's like they be kind of coming for us too. Like all black people, all black women of different colors have all went through some type of colorism, racism. And it's just so unfair when you know, your favorite artist or your favorite person says something that offends you, especially when they're your color and they come from your background, especially when they're male. That hurts the most. We are we are the we are probably the only race who's so disrespected, who's most disrespected by their own male um companion, a black man, and it's so crazy. Malcolm X said it in nineteen sixty something. The black woman is the most disrespected woman in here in the United States on the planet Earth. But y'all don't want to talk about that. Y'all don't want to talk about that history. It's crazy. like, And then people, I just saw something else on Twitter. Somebody was like, okay, but y'all didn't say that to Lil Wayne when he said in every girl. He started the song, I like her long hair, thick red bone. He said he likes her um, long hair, thick red bone. That's what he likes. But he never disrespected. To me, that's not disrespecting black women. That's not saying, oh, I like... That's what he prefers, but he never disrespected black women and say, I only like certain black girls like this. That's his that's his type. And though this is Chris Brown's type, it's not really the lyric that made it so bad. It was his response back to it. You know what I mean? Um, it was his response back to not even clear it up. He just was like, F what you think. I don't give F. And they called it pers- pers- pursued to call us black bees again. I have nothing wrong with him liking black girls with nice hair, whatever he thinks that is. But it's the fact that you don't even want to apologize for making us feel bad because, you, once again, you don't know what trauma that brings. As Lil Wayne is just rapping lyrics because majority of his baby mamas are brown. So that doesn't even qualify. With Chris Brown, it's like, ooh, he's only dating. He hasn't really dated a full black girl since Rihanna. So it makes you think, like, do he not like black girls? And then, I don't know if y'all seen Tokyo Vanity's post on Instagram when she made a video and she said her her homegirls are of darker complexion and they wouldn't even let them in Chris Brown's section in the club because they were dark. And the crazy thing is, Chris Brown's not the only artist or the only entertainer, the only celebrity who feels that way. There's a lot of black men in Hollywood, in the industry, and, you know, professional sports leagues that feel that way. And it hurts. It really hurts. Y'all, I sound like I'm about to cry. But it really do hurt when your own kind don't love you. And it's like we've, throughout history, we've always been there for the black man. And yet again, we get torn down by just our features. It's crazy. So to all my black girls, I'm telling y'all today that y'all are beautiful. Y'all are bold and y'all are unapologetically who y'all are supposed to be, queens. Don't let nobody tell you that you're not beautiful. And nobody has to validate anything of what I said. Because if you go back in history, we've been bombed since the time of Queen Cleopatra. But you know, nobody won't talk about that. And Queen Efertiti and every other queen that was ruling this earth. But that's none of our business. We've been slain since the beginning of time. And I also just want to quickly touch on the topic of how black women are always labeled. Hard, they're, we're not giving our credit as trendsetters. <laughs> and let's just use the Kardashians as a quick example. 
Black women throughout history have always, we all, we all come in different shapes and sizes, just like colors. Some of us are very skinny. Some of us, most black women are known to have a little oomph. You know, they have curves. We have some type of curves. We have bigger breasts. We have bigger boobs, thighs, all that. Where do y'all think the idea of plastic surgery came from? Because black, brown, colored people have, um, through lineage or through history, we are thicker women. So what do y'all think the idea of big butts and boobs and getting lip injections to have fuller lips come from? They want to be us. But when we wear it, it's bad. But when the Kardashians do it, it's a trend. They became Kardashian. I mean, people been out here getting bug shots. But the day Kim Kardashian exposed, she got bug shots. Everybody went to get bug shots. The day Kim Kardashian wears cornrows and lemonade braids and Fulani braids. Oh, the world is just taken by storm. They are culture trendsetters. As if we haven't been rocking braids since the beginning of time. I really think that even Adam probably has some cornrows in his head or something. Eve probably had a twist up. Like, what? <laughs> the Kardashians have now made a skin cream. I don't know. It's like makeup for your legs, I guess. And I know they've been had that out, but it's literally making people tan. Why do y'all want to be tan? People tan to get darker. Why do they want to get dark? Because they know that melanin is something that's special and if you're born with it you got it if you don't you don't but it's something about that melanin that y'all want and you can't have through nature it's something about when black women wear acrylics we've been wearing nails since the beginning of time matter of fact all color people because it goes back to the hispanics and the mexicans in aztec mexico the native americans in america and even in africa we was wearing our long nails like acrylics we was wearing piercings big piercings and all of that and then it's like when other cultures do it it's like oh oh they're the culture trendsetters but when we wear them when we wear our nails and our piercings it's ghetto but when other people do it oh it's just trendsetty and setty okay whatever what whatever i'm gonna let it go so that's why i tell you we don't need to validate anything because through history facts show that we've created a lot of the culture that y'all see now they just take it culture vultures you know they go and you know vultures they go and take whatever they can get to benefit them that's what culture vultures are they just take a little bit of every culture to just you know benefit them get money that's what it's always about and clout but anyway getting back to black women y'all created the culture Y'all created the lingo. Y'all created the style. Y'all created the hairstyles and all of that. So anytime if you ever feel like you're not beautiful, if you ever feel like you're, you know, you're not nothing, just know you created all of this. You created the earth, the mother earth. But they don't want to talk about them facts because even Adam was black. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that. But just know that you are beautiful, you are black, and you are unapologetically you. And there's nobody that can take that from you. So just always remember, brown girl with a bold voice said it first. Black girls are black magic. And black magic is real. I'm out.